0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk
1: Radio Network, its staff and management.
2: Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders, recognized in their fields, who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team, and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton.
3: Once again, let me personally welcome you to Leadership Stars, where real leaders in network distribution, entrepreneurship, and government who have boldly and and unapologetically stepped into leadership will be interviewed on their journey and will share their views on all aspects of creating and leading powerful teams, even if it is a team of one right now. I'm your host, Linda Patton. I'm an international speaker and an international best-selling author, as well as the creator of the book and program, The Art of Herding Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders. Herding cats comes from my journey of stepping out first from the military and then from corporate life, and owning my leadership. And it teaches you the 12 key steps of leadership. Through Herding Cats, I guide leaders to uncover core strengths, to inspire with shared vision, and to realize their true expertise. I've been successfully developing leaders for over 40 years in the military, in organizations, and most recently independently as a coach mentor, and guide. Today, we're going to answer some really great questions about a healthy life with fun and excitement. Are you challenged finding a fitness program that's perfect for you and doesn't presume you want to be a bikini model? How do food challenges play into your ability to live an active life at any age? How does the amount and type of exercise impact your ability to fight disease? Are you a Concerned that being healthy, you must deprive yourself of good food while spending hours in the gym every day. In other words, how can we make exercise at any age fun? And I have the guru on exercise at the age of over 40 and can obviously be used for people who are under 40 to make it fun and yet bring you that life style that you're looking for and the health that you desire. And that's Ellen Rona. Ellen, welcome to Leadership Stars.
0: Hi, Linda. It's so so fun to be here. Um, I'm just so thrilled that you asked me to be on your show, and um, I think we're going to have a great time this hour. Oh,
3: I know we're going to have a great time. And Ellen, I wouldn't have asked anyone else
0: to do this segment
3: on how to make exercise fun,
0: oh, you're so sti- sweet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so, Alan, tell the audience just a little bit about your background um, before you got into off the couch coaching.
0: Well, I'm, um, I'm actually ha- started my first business when I was probably 9 <laughs> oh. <laughs> a bunch of kids and i used to uh, put on these carnivals these neighborhood carnivals we'd invite the other kids and i think our most profitable one we made 32 cents profit hello wow. profit you know <laughs> so wow. we were we were able to go down and get all kind of candy at the local 711 <laughs> Uh, That's great. Which is actually probably not something I should say when I'm talking about health and fitness. But, uh, you know, one of my points is there's actually no forbidden foods that we we need to eat. (laughs) In my more recent entrepreneurship, I have a video production company uh, here in Central California. And I do all kinds of corporate and business, both large and small, um, promotional videos.
3: And audience, just to know, Ellen is my videographer, and she's helping me put together Leadership Inspiration, which is going to be a 52-week program of little, quick, three-minute videos with inspiration for the week. And I thank Ellen so very much for that, that she still has that business.
0: Yes, um, oh, yes, we will. We have so much fun uh, with my clients. And, and you know, my point is to have everything being enjoyable and fun and not a chore, something that you have to do. And, you know, a lot of people leave and they're like, wow, that wasn't as scary as I thought it would be to get on camera.
3: <laughs> well, and what I said was, boy, that was easy. Um, and I yeah. love the, I think it's the Office Depot um, push button that says, that was easy. So, Yes. <laughs> so, Ellen, tell us a little bit about Off the Couch Club and what's the story behind it?
0: Well, you know, I've always been fairly active I was never like super jock athlete but I did run track in high school Um, running was always my my favorite sport and you know I just like to get out there and do fun things you know I've gone zip lining, hiking Mm -hmm. uh, you know I I even played roller derby for a couple years Uh, just to have fun with my exercise and not have to be like oh I'm doing this one two three four Well, when I hit 40, I started gaining a few pounds. So I I went back to my my go-to sport, which was running, and ended up injuring my knee. And so, you know, I kind of like, well, I'll take a break from this. Well, that break turned into about eight years of break. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I hit 50, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what has happened to me? I've gained weight. I've, um, you know, fallen into some bad eating habits. What can I do? Well, Blame it on late night uh, infomercial TV, which I was watching this uh, order now. And you also get, you know, 22 DVDs of this awesome (laughs) exercise. And I'm not going to name the company because there's nothing wrong with the company. But um, it was not appropriate for a 54-year-old woman. I I did order the DVDs. I got them. I popped them into the DVD player, moved the sofa out of the way. And the very first exercise was to go all the way down to the floor, tap your uh, your hand flat on the floor, and then to jump up with all the strength you've got and jump up and reach as high as you can and down and up and down and up. And after about thirty seconds of that, my knees were already complaining. I was out of breath, and I realized I can't even make it through the warm up of this video. <laughs> this is not the video for me. You know, it was a little depressing, mm-hmm. but I was like mad. I'm like, how dare they think that that's a good exercise for a woman over 50? So I started looking around and realized there's nothing out there that was appropriate for me. And so out of a selfish nature, I started the off the couch club with um, with myself in mind that I'm mm-hmm. over 50. i I'm not as active as I used to be. I don't want to be a bikini model, as you said in your intro. Um, I just, you know, that's done with for me. Not that I ever was one. (laughs) (laughs) But that there's so much more to, you know, the glib statement of eat less, exercise more. There you go. You're done. There's your weight loss plan. There's your fitness plan. But the motivation behind it was the huge thing for me. How do I get myself up and off the couch and into a a healthier lifestyle? And that's where the name of the company came from. I'm like, I kinda like that, that's fun. Let's all get up and off the couch and join together and be this cooperative club that that, um, just cheers each other on. Oh, that's so perfect. Uh, Ellen, so
3: what's the program? Tell me about what you're actually doing with Off the Couch.
0: Well, what I'm doing, I have a website um, that will be launching soon, imminently soon, like in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I, I've also have a very active Facebook page and a private Facebook group that I allow people into, uh, and we'll get into the link for that later. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But um, what we do, we have, we have these little mini challenges with prizes We have supportive articles that we share with each other. Uh, The website will actually have workouts that you can do along with it. It will also have um, recipes, nutrition, meal planning, because I'm all about the real food, not the uh, packaged diet food. And then the main part of it is the motivation. And it's not just me. I have gathered together um, experts from all these different areas and they come into my studio, we make videos, and then we share those. And every week, new videos are added, new recipes, new motivation. You know, some people are motivated by um, what I call the, the boot camp sergeant style of motivation. You know, hey, do this, get down, do that, just do it. <laughs> and oh, I remember works, that. That works, I guess, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> that works for all of the people, some of the time. There's also the kinder, gentler, which is the overall feel of off the couch, which is, hey, let's we're in this together. Let's let's plan this together. What's going to work for you today? Uh, you know, what can you do to take one small baby step toward a fitter and healthier lifestyle?
3: Ellen, that's just absolutely auto. Awesome. Uh, I do have a question though, actually, a couple that came out of this. An audience I'd like to hear that, I'd like you to hear this. First of all, she offers us challenges. So it's, it's things that will motivate us, will bring out that self motivation of what we want to accomplish. And so those challenges, for those of you who, who love a challenge, which I do, that's great. And I'm all for that. And going along with that, she offers prizes, so things that you would want. And I think I've I've told you that I have a coach who provides bling. So when we do things within the program, we get bling on our um, badges that we get for the number of years that we've been in the program. And I find even though I don't like bling, I love to see how many pieces of bling I'm going to get that particular retreat. And it just really Gets me jazzed. So, Ellen, do you find the same kind of thing with with your audience? That you know the, you the know, types of I challenges I do,
0: and I, I think partly it's because I love it. I love mm-hmm. to be, you know. And it's not. I don't give out prizes for first place, second place, the fastest, the highest, the longest, the most pounds lost. I give out the bling for for effort if you meet a certain effort level or um, like my challenge right now is rather large. It's a hundred dollar visa gift card. And so for the next, for the entire month of April, 2017, in case people are listening to this in the replay. (laughs) um, Yes. They, they post on the private, in the private Facebook group that they have exercised 20 minutes. So every time they exercise 20 minutes during a day or longer, They enter once a day. I put their name in this month. It's in a treasure chest. And then at the end of April, I'll be drawing out the lucky winner for, and I'll mail them a hundred dollar gift card. (laughs) But as far as my membership site goes, um, if they become a member of, of off the couch at the premium level, there's, there's monthly things that are actually mailed to you. And, you know, I'm not a millennial, maybe it's my age group, but I like getting things in the mail. That's not bills or junk mail. And so each month they're going to get, you know, a little either a little token that they can put on their their keychain or um, a motivational little card that they can stick up on their bulletin board or a poster, a small little poster for their refrigerator. You know, a magnet that has an inspirational saying. They're little things. They're not huge, valuable things. But if every time I walk by my refrigerator. Uh, I have this one silly one of a cat peeking out of a box and it says, (laughs) it says, I'm hiding from exercise. I'm in the fitness protection program. (laughs) Oh, I love that. It just makes me smile and it makes me say, you know, I'm not going to hide from fitness. (laughs) I'm going to get out there and do something.
3: I love it. And Ellen, the other thing I, I really appreciate is the fact that you're not doing a first, second, third prize or the highest or the farthest or whatever, but it's on effort. So it becomes an individual motivation, which is something that we can do as leaders is to provide the environment that will motivate the person who's on our team. And I think that's just awesome that you've actually incorporated that into an exercise program.
0: Right. Because it works in business too. Um, I wasn't always an entrepreneur. I worked in, in large businesses. And, you know, there's a lot of ways to motivate people. There's a lot of ways that that work. Some work, some don't work. Some work for some people and not for other people. But um, I don't know. Do you want to talk a little bit about why even physical fitness has anything to do with leadership? <laughs>
3: Yes, and we will do that later. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay. Because
0: I have an opinion. Of course I do. <laughs> of course you
3: do. Yeah. So, But I do have a question about your experience in roller derby. Now, <laughs> here's a place where um, it's very physical and um, very competitive and that kind of thing. So how do you use your experience with ro- roller derby to, one, design your program, and two, to motivate people um you know sort of on the on the same lines but different from the roller derby because I, I just find that an extremely intense piece and i know you've been doing some work with them recently
0: um, to help some of the younger players right i am getting into coaching now yes because um i just decided i did not have the killer instinct that it took to really be on a competitive team when mm-hmm. i was doing roller derby i loved the workouts I loved practice. I loved doing the agility practice and the speed practice and and just the challenge of that physical part. When it got down to actually competing, I was like, oh, sorry, I have to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't really work out that well for, for me being uh, uh, useful on the team. I mean, I was good at blocking people like, no, don't go there, but. Mm -hmm. you know i I felt bad hitting people (laughs) but (laughs) what it was i mean i when i was um i think i was about i had just turned 50 and i went to see my first roller derby bout and i said that looks kind of fun i'm gonna learn how to roller skate Mm -hmm. and so i went to the local rink and i skated around in circles for six months and finally got brave enough to go try out for the team and um Made the team in a town that's rather far away from me, and then started meeting people in my town that said, "Boy, we'd like to do that, but it's so far to drive." So myself and two other women ended up starting a team here in Central California, which is I'm proud to say still going strong. And um, yeah, it made me realize that that um, it's more. Practice, 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 rather than natural ability, mm-hmm. and um, I think it will get you places, and it and works Ellen, that way for leadership too.
3: <laughs> yeah, and Ellen, I think that's so key. I mean, I, I've told this story I think before about uh, Will Will Smith, who says, you know, I have a natural talent to be an actor, but to be a first-class, top-of-the-line actor, as I've been striving for, I have to practice practice
0: exactly
3: i mean my craft in order to hone the skills to be truly authentic. so give us one last tip ellen before we go off to break
0: oh okay yes it's just that you know you hear people saying if i can do it you can do it it's mm-hmm. true those people aren't any better than you are just a little more practice and
3: that's a perfect way to end this segment and we'll be back after the break
0: Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success.
2: Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path. And take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareTodreamwithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, dream with Linda.com. a leader in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at dare dot com. Now, back to Leadership Stars.
3: Welcome back, and I'm here with my special guest Ellen Rona, um, who is an exercise and health expert. And I love the fact that she actually went back and got her certified personal trainer uh, designation to be able to really work with us um, around exercise and health. And Ellen, you know, we just finished talking about roller derby and gave us a great tip around that, and I noticed that you are a busy grandmother of three Yes, Um, and tell me how um, being able to exercise with your grandchildren has been helpful. I I know there's this wonderful ad out there where the man has realized that the day with his daughter, he can go out to the park and exercise and that's one way to do that. So do your grandkids provide a a way for you to exercise as well?
0: Oh, yes. Um, I have three grandsons, ages five, mm-hmm. seven, and nine, and my, my history is I had one daughter who loved to play with dolls, and we would sit and play with dolls for hours, and we loved it. Grandsons are a little different. I am coming to find out there is a difference. Um, mm-hmm. Every summer, I have a one-week, I call it Grandma Camp, and um, we do things like go to the water slide park. We go, uh, we went to Legoland and rode the rides. We go to the beach. You know, we we do active things. And especially, you know, they love the water. And, you know, in the pool, I don't want to be sitting on a bench watching them. I want to be in there having fun with them. And, um, you know... Going down the water slides, I, I don't want to feel like, oh, I can't bend over to do this. And, you know, it, it gets a little harder with mm-hmm. age. I, I do have some lower back issues that I deal with. And so, um, you know, movement just keeps everything lubricated. It keeps your, <laughs> your body... <laughs> limber I I can bend down I can pick up the frisbee and throw it you know all of that and I want my grandsons to remember me fondly (laughs) as they're adults and and I even hope to do this with my great grandkids someday
3: okay and Ellen just to let you know we have an audience we have um Valerie from Greenfield California who has
4: a question great Valerie, what's your question? Good morning, ladies. Um, as you introduced, my name is Valerie, and I am a forty-four year old mother of four very active children. And I'm interested in really getting honestly off the couch so I can be as equally active. Well, that's pretty unlikely being there substantially younger <laughs> than I am, but being able to keep <laughs> up with them. And I'm really concerned as how how will I know If I'm getting enough of a workout, like, do I need to be out of breath? Should I just uh, mosey along until I think I'm working out? I mean, do I need to have my heart racing? Should I be sweating buckets? I mean, I really don't know. And I hate to say it. It's been such a long time since I've been supremely active. Those days are long gone, days of softball, days of everything else. And motherhood brought me to a different point in my life. And I want to get off the couch. But I also don't want to pass out the first time I'm throwing a ball with my son or jogging next to my daughter. So I'm just really concerned as to how do I really know I'm doing it right, I guess you can say.
3: Perfect. Ellen,
0: what can Valerie do? Valerie, excellent question. Thanks for calling. And, and, you know, keeping up with four kids is an active lifestyle in itself, And, oh, you know, yeah. and I have to, I have to say this though, before you would start any kind of a, a program, be sure and talk to your doctor because, you know, and I hated it when people would say that to me because it's like, I'm 44, I'm, you know, I'm still young. I still feel like I'm 18, but <laughs> you know, it's always a good safeguard just to go get a general physical before you start any kind of um of program because it would be irresponsible of me to give advice to someone that I haven't met, you know, just to um anyway, do that. No, so i I'll, I'll, do so. I'll do so. I promise. I'll do so. <laughs> okay, excellent. Now I can talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard there's a scale out there that goes one to ten and it's called the rate of perceived exertion. Okay. And this is something that you rate yourself on. You don't rate it against somebody else. I always give the mm-hmm. example that if I ran an eight minute mile, I would be sweating buckets and I would be at my maximum effort. Whereas if um, an elite athlete, let's say Usain Bolt, ran an eight minute mile, he'd be like, you know, that was just me he going was to walking the store. an eight minute mile. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, to be getting a good aerobic workout, you should probably be between 4 and 6. And I'm just going to go over these real quick. Um, a 1 is very light activity. So that's anything other than complete rest. So if you're getting up and walking down the hallway to talk to um, you know, someone at work or a ch- someone in your home, that's a 1. That kind of That's not a workout. Sadly, two to th- yes, <laughs> level two to three is a level that feels like you can maintain it for hours, easy to breathe, easy to carry on a conversation. Now, this is where okay. it gets um different for different people. You know, if if you are very out of shape, you know, walking down to the mailbox and back may be a, a good activity for you that feels you perceive it as a good activity. Other people could just walk for hours and hours and never feel it. So a light activity feels like you can carry it on forever. A moderate activity, which would be like levels four to five, feels like um, you could hold it for a pretty long period of time. You're still able to talk and hold conversation. If you were walking with somebody briskly, you could still talk. Now, okay. moving up to levels six and seven, um, you know, as you've been exercising for several months, you're on the verge of becoming a little uncomfortable and you're huffing and puffing a little bit. Um, mm. You you walk up a flight of stairs briskly. At the top, we're all kind of out of breath and a bit uncomfortable. You can speak a sentence. You can say, yeah, sure. Yeah, that would be really good. <laughs> now, moving and, uh, into levels. And Ellen? Yes. It, let's let's say
3: to Valerie at this point, you, you've got her at mm-hmm. least started, and this is awesome, that yeah. perhaps she can connect with you through your uh, webpage and have a further discussion and a deeper one oh. at that time. How that, does be that, be sound? Okay, okay, that would be great. Yeah, that would be great. So, Valerie, listen all the way to the end, and we'll give you uh, contact information for Ellen. And thank you so very much for calling. Uh, oh, thank thank you, you, Valerie. And I'm
4: and so happy to hear this. <laughs> I'm going to be a follower. Thank you so very much. Terrific. Thank you, Valerie.
3: And now we have Beth from Maryland, who has a question as well. Beth, welcome. Hi there.
1: Hi, Beth. Hey, so I've been a follower on the Facebook group, and I just wanted to let Ellen know I appreciate the fact that it's fun and it's at our own pace, because I hate gyms, and I hate working out, and Unlike her, I've never been athletic, but she gives me a, a Facebook pat on the back if I ride my bike to the store or something like that. So <laughs> uh, it, oh, it has helped a lot because being in my mid-50s, I started putting some weight on and, and I've been managing it and controlling it. And I don't feel like I'm suffering or like I'm on a diet. I just, I'm just living better.
0: That's Back. excellent. And, and that's yeah. the whole point is to kind of just make your lifestyle more active. You know, take take the bike to the store if you can instead of a car. That's awesome. And Beth, yeah, I I'm fortunate I live in a
1: small enough town that I can do that. I can ride my bike around a lot.
3: And, Beth, I thank you so very much for the question. And, and Ellen, I know, like, oh, when well, we were, did you have
0: a question there? or was did, it,
3: I, I, yeah. Beth, did you have a question? Or were you, did you just want to tell Ellen I, that you were I, a follower? I, I just
1: wanted to thank her.
3: Okay, great. And thank you so much for calling Beth. And make sure you put a post in the Facebook group about this. Yes, oh, please yeah. do. And keep on riding that bike
0: to the store. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for calling.
3: And Ellen, I think it's super that you're telling people, you know, if you can ride a bike or walk or whatever to town rather than taking your car. I remember when I was visiting in Europe, that's one of the key things that you do is you take your bike down downtown. You you know pick up a stamp. You get dinner f- that for that night. You you know talk to your friends and and the other people in the town. And then you walk home. And it's just such a an exercise friendly sort of way of spending your life. And I think it's great, absolutely great.
0: Yes, yeah. you know so many of our cities in America are not built that way. We have the suburbs. Mm -hmm. And so in order to get anywhere, you have to get in your car because it's miles and miles and you don't have all day to go walk and get a stamp.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, and in a lot of cases, you also don't have any, there's no central core to go to when you're in, um, you know, a community in the suburbs. It's spread out and the idea is, you know, you have lots of land and, you know, the ability to um, expand and, and that kind of thing. And you're right, you don't have the ability to walk to the store or even walk to exercise and that kind of thing.
0: So, Ellen, exactly.
3: I have a question because now we had Valerie who's 24 and Beth who's in her 50s. Um, so, is there a certain age that you should stop worrying about or, or caring about fitness and weight loss?
0: You know, that's a, that's a good question <laughs> because, you know, first of all, Let's define worry. Um, Okay. If you are worrying about your weight because your doctor told you that um, you're on the borderline of becoming diabetic or you are a prime candidate for a heart attack, Mm -hmm. you should be worrying. If you are worried about your weight because you have a little belly pooch and you don't look good in a bikini anymore... Please stop worrying about that. That's, that's not something you need to worry about. So <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, let's not ever stop caring about our fitness and our our, um, our nutrition. Sorry, I got my my mind went off track there. I'm, I'm thinking faster than my mouth is moving. <laughs> Absolutely. But yes, You should never stop caring about your fitness or uh-huh. your nutrition because if you want to lead a long life that is not only long in years but long in fun, uh-huh. then it's very important to keep it up. Um, you know, your physical activity is also something that will help your mental health. It'll help your brain functions. Um, you, know, you don't want to leave a long life and the last 10 years of it are spent suffering in the hospital or in mm-hmm. a nursing care home, you wanna be really active. So so my answer to that is no. I mean, I guess you could stop worrying the day you die or <laughs> stop thinking <laughs> about it the day you die. Other than that, you your life will be so much more vibrant if you just mm-hmm. think about your healthy lifestyle.
3: And Ellen, I love that. And audience, I'm sure you heard that. Not worry, but care. Care about yourself, care about your healthness and your fitness And your vibrancy and how much fun you're having in life. It's so much more fun to be active and outside and enjoying nature and enjoying what's going on around you than it is sitting on your couch watching TV. Uh, To what degree is that a stagnant activity, especially since we spend eight hours a day, if not longer, oftentimes sitting at a desk in front of a computer and just to be able to shift that mindset to i care about my health and i want to go out and do some active fun things that will keep me vibrant and moving along. So that begs the question, is this program, your off the couch club, only
0: for women over 40? Or can or can Valerie join us? Yes. Oh no, definitely not just for women over 40, although you know there are so many programs out there for people in their 20s and 30s that this one is geared toward people who are over 40. And when I was in my 20s, I kind of thought my friends who were over 40 were just a little bit whiny about certain things. <laughs> and I'd yes. like to apologize to my from my younger self that that's actually not true. There are some body changes with, you know, menopause. It's harder to keep the weight off. Uh, blood pressure, cholesterol concerns, that sometimes people in their 20s might get bored hearing about that. So we Mm -hmm. welcome people from all ages, but they just need to be aware that we're going to be talking about why do you get constipated when you get older? (laughs) Why? (laughs) You know, things like that. They're like, what? Oh, they're just making that up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish. Uh
0: Yeah. So it is a special place for people over the age of 40.
3: Yes, and I have to say that prunes have become a very important part of my life, and we're, I know we're talking bodily functions, um, as well as the, this fabulous premier tea that I use at night, and it, I, I feel like a 20-year-old, to say the least. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so thank you. Uh, so, what's more important in a woman's life, uh, especially if they're trying to lose weight? You know, we. you're right, when we hit menopause, we gain a little bit of a pooch oftentimes. So, is it... Diet? Is it exercise? And should you be taking nutritional supplements?
0: Good. You know, there's a saying and I love it. It says, you can't outrun a bad diet. <laughs> and ba- by diet, I mean just the food that you intake, not like a restrictive diet. Mm-hmm. So you can be running marathons, but if you are eating, you know, fast food drive through and everything, you may be keeping the weight off, but you're Your the rest of your body functions are not going well (laughs) so Uh it is i would say probably 50 50 that you really need to watch what you're putting into your body is it truly a good fuel for your body there's no forbidden foods out there with off the couch you know if if you're at a birthday party eat the cake eat the ice cream you know given unless you have food allergies of course but um you know, you're you need to live your life, you need to live a happy, vibrant life, and everything in moderation. You also don't want to be working out four hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not good for for you unless you are at some elite athlete level, which off the couch doesn't cater to those people either. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then, as far as yeah, as ahead. far as supplements go, um you know, during the winter, I especially try to supplement my vitamins with some extra vitamin D if I'm not going to be getting as much sunlight as I usually do in the summer. Um, extra vitamin C, I do feel like it helps ward off um, a lot of things. And so supplements, don't base your nutrition on, I can eat junk because I take vitamins, <laughs> <laughs> but what rather supple- yeah, supplement your yourself if you feel that you need them and again this is something that i would actually prefer you go talk to your doctor about um to see what they would recommend
3: okay sounds good so um we had um carrie hargraves on a a couple weeks ago and she talked to one of her steps is eat cake first and i know that was something when i was a as i got older it was um you know, life is short. Eat dessert first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I love the fact that um, in your program, you can have that occasional sweet. You have that occasional um, drink, that uh, you know, the glass of wine or the beer or whatever, and that that's not going right. to necessarily kill you. Yeah. So when we get back, Ellen, I'm going to ask you for... Uh, any special diets that you recommend that people take and on that note we're going to take a really quick break
2: become our friend on Facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice America let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. V.A. Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Voice America
0: Women. Your passion starts here.
2: You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars.
3: Welcome back, and I am with my special guest, Ellen Rona, and we're talking about exercise how to make it fun how to know how much to exercise and that kind of thing because it does have a profound impact on fighting illness and disease um, when we broke we were talking about you know what's most important in losing weight is a diet or exercise and I love the fact that Ellen Ellen's quote was you can't outrun a bad diet um, so no matter how much you exercise if your diet is not of the ultimate um, nutrition, then exercise is going to, one, be difficult or more difficult, and two, it won't help you in losing that weight that you're looking for. So, Ellen, the next question is, you know, is there a special diet that you recommend that people might
0: follow? (laughs) So this is, I don't want to say near and dear to my heart because I hate dieting, (laughs) <laughs> and I hate the word diet and, you know, diet should only be used as what is your, what foods are in your diet, meaning your daily intake. So I have to share this hilarious story. My sister-in-law and I, when we were back in our 20s, we both decided we needed to lose weight. And she said she had found this wonderful diet. She had already lost seven pounds the first week. And Okay. Uh, and of course, back in my 20s, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I only had like four pounds to lose, but I'm like, yeah, I want to lose seven pounds the first week. And um, this diet was ridiculous. And the mm-hmm. the one thing that I remember was between three o'clock and 3.15 in the afternoon, you had to eat one half of a dried apricot. <laughs> this diet was that precise. And if you missed your chance to eat that dried apricot, you didn't get to eat it. And... um so we, we lived in the same town. We were both young and married. And on Wednesday of the first day of the diet, we bumped into each other in the mall at this little store called, or this little restaurant called Happy Joe's that served pizza and ice cream. And we had both given up on the diet on Wednesday um, <laughs> because it was impossible to stick to. Oh, I so love it. the moral of that story, as I realize now, years later, is your quote, diet, should be something that you can stick with the rest of your life. It should not be something that has a deadline, an end date, because I guarantee you, once you end it, you're going to say, yay, I'm done with my diet, I can go back to eating what I used to always eat, and that's what made you gain the weight in the first place. So um, my recommended diet is to figure out what can you live with for the rest of your life and do that. Um, I've been doing a lot of research and I am headed more toward a vegetarian diet for myself because I'm finding a lot of issues with meat and dairy, although I do still love a good steak on the grill. Um, and I, I do love my chai tea lattes, but (laughs) in moderation, I'm really cutting back on a lot of meat and dairy. And, um, of course, sugar is my personal nemesis. Mm-hmm. And so I'm constantly fighting that sugar craving, but um, the more healthy foods you eat, the less the craving rears its ugly head.
3: Right. And I, I, I so appreciate the fact that you know, there's too much sugar in, in what we process um, today. And salt is another one that um, seems to be um, growing in the amount of salt that's in the the processed foods that we eat. Um, and so I, I, I also love the fact that you're also advocating, I presume, that we have more of a real food diet where you're you're actually shopping the outside
0: of the store exactly. as opposed to the interior, right? Right. The, the processed foods is what's really detrimental to our health nowadays. And if I can just say one more thing mm-hmm. about what I call clickbait on the internet, um, these, these, they're disguised as articles, you know, this, eat this one weird food and cut belly fat a hundred percent or, oh, yes. you know, never eat this food or you will gain a hundred pounds. And, you know, I have taken the clickbait and it always ends up being for some sort of a, a pill or something to take that will, um, you know, make you lose seven pounds a week Right.
3: Um, and I remember, you know, when I was in my 20s, there were diets like the stewardess diet and the oh, grapefruit yes. diet and, uh-huh. and those kinds
0: of things. And, the cabbage you know, soup diet. Yes, and
3: where you, you were eating what? one food.
0: <laughs> all of those diets work. Mm-hmm. Yes, you will. If your goal is to lose weight, yes, all of those diets work. But ask the question, can I sustain this for the rest of my life? If the answer yeah. is no those diets will not work in the long term so any diet you look at say can i do this the rest of my life which is one of the reasons
3: which is one of the reasons why we yo-yo diet um and usually you know you lose you know 10 15 20 pounds and then you put back 30 it's like okay i'm putting back more than i
0: actually lost is
3: you know how is this right
0: and uh-huh. you get into then the, the mindset, I've got to try a better diet. I exactly. have to buy this book, the the belly fat diet, the, you know, whatever, the abs diet. The- yes. So uh,
3: another question. Okay, let's let's dance to the other side, which is the exercise side. So, you know, there are advocates for all cardio, and then there are advocates for all weights, and then you have those that go, well, you need to balance them out. So do you have a... Specific leaning towards one or the other, or do you balance that in, uh, in off the couch or or what as far as exercise? Definitely
0: balance. Um, I lean more toward, I guess, what you would call cardio and and movement rather than weights. But weights, as we get older, are so important. And um, I lean toward what I call functional fitness. Um, mm. Do you want to be able to bend over and tie your shoes? Yes, I uh-huh. think we all do. So you need to have the function, you need to have the flexibility, the stretching that you can actually bend over and tie your shoes. Um, like I said, I have back issues. There have been days when I can't tie my shoes. Mm-hmm. And it's just really depressing thinking I'm 58, what it's going to be like when I'm 88. <laughs> you know? right. I can and- only wear clogs because I can't bend over to tie my shoes. Or, or you get the tennis shoes that are already tied, and so you you use them as slip-ons, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, when my dog was alive, poor Max, but we loved him, um, he was a large dog. We would buy 40-pound bags of dog food. Mm. Yes, I know they offer to carry him out to your car for you, and that's fine. But uh, I didn't want to have to be the little old lady who couldn't lift up a bag of dog food. That's where your weightlifting comes handy you know functional fitness can you lift Mm -hmm. things can you reach up high on your your shelf and get that can of soup
3: right and i well i think that's it's very important i love the 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 boys and men at the store who say may i take that to your car for you i go yeah and then you're gonna take me home and take it out of my car because (laughs) it's, it's it's not just getting it from the grocery store to the car but it's also getting it from the car to the home and you know, if if I can't do one, I can't do the other either. So Right. I, I,
0: <laughs> I do take them up on that sometimes you? though. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, sure, you know, come on out and help me. That's one less thing I have to do today. You know. <laughs> exactly. But I want to know that I could do it if I had to. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. They're busy and they can't help me, I don't want to be at the pity of some stranger in the parking lot.
3: <laughs> exactly. So Ellen, you have a free offer, free gift for our listening audience. So could you share a bit about that?
0: Oh, sure. This is a fun, um, it's a checklist. And I think that I had told you it was 90 ways to get up and off the couch. Well, I'm throwing in a bonus 10 more ways because Ooh. I realized there's a hundred ways for you to get up and off the couch. So if people go to my website, which is www.offthecouchclub.com, and all you have to do is to sign up for um, the newsletter. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to email you this chart. You can print it out, put it up on your refrigerator. There's a hundred ways for you to get up and off the couch and into a healthier lifestyle. And your goal is to do all of them in a month. Awesome. Now, some of these things, I you can do 50 in one day and 50 the second day and be done. I don't recommend that. I recommend, <laughs> you know... <laughs> them out and the this is not just for physical activity it's for um, mental activity raising your confidence level activities nutrition all kind of different things I mean you know one of them for example is to buy yourself some flowers it's it's a simple activity it doesn't take any nutrition or any really exercise but It'll make you feel great, and feeling great is what it's all about. Fabulous.
3: And, audience, also to know you will be able to access Ellen's gift through my website, which is www.dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. And, in fact, you'll have access to all the free gifts of the guests that I've had on my program and will have in the future. So, check it out there as well. Thank you, Ellen, so much. Now we come to that question that um, You wanted me to ask earlier, and I had a plan. Yeah. Uh, and that question <laughs> I should have known. Of course, Linda yeah. has a plan. Uh, Linda always has a plan. <laughs> so the question to you is, this program is about leadership. We talk to leaders. We talk about leadership. We talk about the journey to leadership and all of this. So what does fitness, exercise, diet have to do with leadership?
0: Wonderful question, and... Surprise, I have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I My first so. thing is if you are not healthy, you can't even be at work to be a leader. If you are constantly in the hospital, in the doctor's office, in bed sick, you know, you, can't, you can't even show up. <laughs> you mm-hmm. can't even be a follower basically. So you know your energy and your productivity, if you're healthy and you're feeling alert, you're gonna be um, much more productive you're gonna have enough energy um, you're going to be the the example for the rest of your employees or the rest of your your followers that like wow look at all that energy she has I want to be able to do that I want to be able to create that um, my best ideas come to me when I'm out hiking and it's a combination of being out in nature and just everything is flowing. My blood is flowing through my brain. That's actually where I got the idea for off the couch. I was out for a jog and and went, oh, this is what I have to do. <laughs> oh, um
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, your mental well-being. um, Rather than waking up and dreading going into work or doing your business or getting things done, the... Uh, you know, your your brain cells are happy to be alive you know, with all oh. that extra blood flowing through there. Um, and facing yeah. challenges. Back in my early 40s, I did run a marathon, as I mentioned, which mm-hmm. is kind of what messed up my knee. But um, when I finished that marathon, I truly thought, if I can do this, I can do anything. You know, mm-hmm. And I would, and I still, even though it's been, what fourteen years or so? Um, you know, I look back and I'm like, wow! I really stuck to it. I really, I really bit off that bit and chewed it. <laughs> it wasn't uh-huh. more than I could chew. Um, you know, so I just had this this confidence in myself that came with that uh, physical strongness.
3: And Ellen, I think uh, an audience. I, I definitely think that that's really critical to have that mental agility, to have that sense of well-being and vibrancy in order for you to maintain the drive to achieve. Um, you have a vision. You know where you're going. You know what you want to make happen. You've in, you're inspired by that vision. And if you can't get up off the couch, if you can't get yourself up, um, then it's going to be very difficult to, motive, to inspire others to achieve their vision within yours and to align those all together. So I agree. I think it's absolutely critical to leadership that we are in the best health possible. So while Ellen made the comment and I agree, you don't need to continuously be at your medical doctor or your dentist or whatever, but you definitely need to take those steps to make sure that you have a baseline to begin with before you begin an exercise or diet program. you regularly see your doctor, at least on an annual basis for a physical, to make sure that all the parts are moving the way they're supposed to. Um, exactly.
0: You yeah. know, some some of the symptoms don't show up, you know, like, I don't feel like I have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have high sugar levels because you don't know any differently. You know, you will notice it later when they go down. But um, a lot of those are silent killers, especially for women. So, Yes ditto for uh, your advice to go to the doctor. Absolutely.
3: I think it's critical for us to again, before you begin an exercise program, make sure that you know what your baseline is so that you know how far, how fast and how often to do that exercise and Ellen, I want to thank you so very much for being our guest today. It's well, been this has absolutely been such delightful.
0: Yes, yeah. I've had so much fun, and I hope that uh, your listeners got something out of it. And I hope that some of my off-the-couch people have uh, tuned in. And I, I would welcome anybody to check us out on Facebook. And um, if you sign up for the newsletter, I will also give you the link to our private Facebook group, which is an amazing group of just supportive women who cheer each other on every step of the way.
3: Terrific. And if you have any questions or want to see how to dig deeper on the art of herding cats, check out the website, which was www.dare, the number two, dream with or send me an email at lynda at daretodream.com. So until next time, be courageous and dare to leave. Thank you and have a great week.
2: Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars.